All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awakened Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And today, my dear friend, Micah Ketting is back with us. We're going to be talking about embracing your joyful inner child, healing past wounds, and empowering your future. Um, and so some of what we're going to discuss today is about finding out why a healthy, happy, whole, and joyful inner child is so important for your emotional well-being and overall, overall health. We're going to get more insight in how working with your inner child and clearing its defenses can heal you at a very deep level. We're going to discover the hidden causes of why you are feeling stuck and unhappy and how to release that. <laughs> and we're going to get to know why emotional overwhelm and anxiety can be caused by a wounded inner child. We're also going to learn about the connection between a disconnected inner child, trapped emotions, and persistent health issues. And we're going to increase your understanding of how your body's life force energy can be increased by healing your inner child and connecting to joy. All of that and more. Of course, Micah will be doing a few mini scans slash readings and we'll be doing a heart opening and spiritual reparenting process or meditation today as well. Um, and just really quickly, for those of you who may not know Micah, she's been with us many times before. We love having her. Uh, she's always a high vibe uh, person and the energy is always very, very high. And she does these wonderful clearings and processes for everyone. So it's going to be really a lot of fun for all of us. Um, Micah is a multidimensional energy healer, channel, and medium. And as a certified medical intuitive, Akashic Records reader, emotion code practitioner, and professional aura reader, she has a unique and customized approach to help her clients. And Micah channels customized energies and messages to help her clients heal from physical issues, break through their blockages, and to get clarity on their purpose in life. And Micah supports her clients with transmuting trauma, fear, and pain into lightness, change, joy, and happiness. And she combines this with practical advice and insights that always strives to get to the root cause. So if you'd like to learn more, of course, you can take a look at the bio on the special offer page. And of course, um, it is my deepest wish, desire, and intention to bring forward to you and for you these wonderful speakers who are sharing their wisdom, their techniques, their energies, their healings energetic healings, etc., so that we can all thrive and live in joy. So please join me in welcoming Micah back to the show. Micah, welcome. Well, thank you, Alera. It's always uh, wonderful to co-create with you and to work with the beautiful energies. So I'm very happy to be here and uh, to see uh, everyone here or to acknowledge their energies for the people that uh, uh, can't put their videos on. Uh, but thank you for everyone who has their videos on. It's much nicer to see faces instead of all these black boxes. And uh, so I'm happy to, to be here and uh, to bring some healing to everyone's inner child. Absolutely. And really quickly, before I forget, uh, we will be taking some live caller questions. So if you would like to raise your hand, if you're live with us here in the Zoom room, please do so. Or you can type your question in the chat. So now, Micah, we have a lot uh, on our plate today, <laughs> a lot to cover on the show. And I know that you wanted to do start off with a grounding, centering process for everyone. Yes, and um, uh, especially when we are working with our inner child, uh, it's very important to have like uh, a safe environment and that everyone can feel safe to like connect with our inner child to, uh, hi Sunita, good to see you to connect with our inner child and uh, to receive the healing. So what I would like to do first is like behind me, I hope you can a little bit see it. I've uh, uh, put on my, um, well, my uh, shamanic uh, altar 
and I'm going to open up the sacred shamanic uh, container. So what I will do, I'll just uh, invoke all the directions and then I walk uh, to the altar to light the candles to ring the bell. And um, I'll stand next to my computer with the reading, so I'll be next to the microphone, otherwise it will be difficult to hear. Uh, so that's the way how, how I thought it would work on Zoom. And uh, then everyone can see how I do that and it's a little bit more interactive. And I also put some uh, animal cards to uh, be part of the container and uh, to uh, help uh, bring in uh, the energies and the healing. So um, I'll start with that. And you can look at the altar or you can close your eyes. It doesn't matter. It's just uh, important that you feel comfortable. I'm just balancing the energies and I'll start in a second. Calling forth the keepers of the crystal core of the light of the east. Calling forth the keepers of the crystal core of the light of the heavens of the east. And the keepers of the crystal core of the light of the earth of the east. Calling in the element of air to assist, to assist us with the transformation of movement, freshness, communication and intelligence. Calling in the kangaroo for gratitude. Calling for the keepers of the crystal core of the light of the south. Calling for the keepers of the crystal core of the light of the heavens of the south. And the keepers of the crystal core of the light of the earth of the south. And calling in the element of fire to assist us in transformation and provide illumination and creative destruction of our shadow states. Calling in the badger for perseverance. Calling for the keepers of the crystal core of the light of the west. Calling for the keepers of the crystal core of the light of the heavens of the west. And the keepers of the crystal core of the light of the earth of the west. And calling in the element of water to assist with our purification, cleansing, intuition and psychic powers and activate all aquifers around us here and now. Calling in the coyote as a wise fool. Calling for the keepers of the crystal core of the light of the north. Calling for the keepers of the crystal core of the light of the heavens of the north. And the keepers of the crystal core of the light of the earth of the north. Calling in the element of earth to provide stability and foundations, growth, prosperity and stillness.
Calling in the hawk for focus. Connecting to the land here in Ardenhout, the Netherlands. An Earth stationed in the first three dimensions. Tara, the soul of Earth, stationed in dimensions 4, 5 and 6. Gaia, the oversoul of our planet, stationed in dimensions 7, 8 and 9. And Aramentana, the avatar consciousness field of Earth, stationed in dimensions 10, 11 and 12. Calling in the morphogenic and form-holding fields of our ascending planet for our ascending pathway. Humbling requesting the Divine Mother, the Great Sophia, to create a portal to the womb of Sophia, and with the assistance of the Seraphim, we ask that all trauma and unresolved emotions, and all other shadow states that come up for release and resolution in the ceremony, be automatically transformed through this portal. Connecting into the One Source Light, Mother Father God, Balthus, your Divine Child in the Cosmic Christ Celestial Current, calling forth, the ancient, calling forth the Ancients of Light, the Ultra-Terrestrial Councils of Light, to come and assist in removing any dark presences from our sacred space, and all open portals be sealed and closed. Also calling in the Galactic Felines of Light, Calling in the fifth element of ether as the primordial life force of all elements and all things and the element of the great spiritual plane. Come, 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 be with us here and now. And opening the seventh direction, the space holding, the sacred human heart, opening all of our heart fields to the highest energy holding potential, filling with unconditional love and sanctifying our space with the unconditional love of the one light source. Calling in the lion for courage. Okay, I always like that as a beginning. Could you feel the energy? Yes, definitely. Thank you. I was, I'm still feeling the energies for sure. Yeah, uh, others are also feeling the energies. Yeah, good. It's not just me. Great. Awesome. All right, so now we can begin with our 
topic today, right? Which is embracing your joyful inner child, healing past wounds and empowering your future. So where would you like to start? First of all, you know, like the the whole idea of a happy, whole, healthy, joyful inner child is sometimes um, a foreign concept for a lot of people. But of course, it is very important for our emotional well-being, but also our overall health. So let's talk about let's talk about that first. I think. Yes, definitely, because you know, if uh, our inner child is wounded, uh, it can have consequences for our uh, for our life. So that can either be like uh, physically that uh, people uh, suffer from uh, specific uh, physical issues. So uh, what I see with clients um, when they really uh, have a wounded inner child, they can have like uh, all kind of uh, stress related disorders like, you know, uh, um, it's kind of a chronic stress that's that's coming from unresolved uh, emotional trauma. And uh, as we all know, um, uh, an overdose of stress, it can relate to all uh, and, and lead to all kind of health uh, issues like you know, high blood pressure, cardiovascular problems, uh, weakened immune functions, um, you know, but also people can have like more psychosomatic symptoms, like really emotional distress. And um, uh, then um, you have kind of like uh, physical symptoms, but without a real physical uh, uh, cause. So that can uh, be things like headaches, digestive issues, like chronic pain or um, uh, unexplained uh, body aches, mm -hmm. um, but also people who suffer from uh, sleeping uh, disorders and really having problems with uh, like falling asleep or, you know, they wake up in the middle of the night and can't fall, come, uh, go back to sleep again. Um, but uh, um, I sometimes see people with like autoimmune kind of um, uh, problems. Um, and, and usually that's also because of the, 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 the um, ongoing stress they, they have. And um, uh, so the whole immune system uh, is under stress as well. But also like chronic fatigue or, uh, you know, people that feel tired all the time, that really feel depleted. You, they can't uh, um, regenerate their energy anymore. Uh, they feel exhausted um, and, and they really, uh, that really impacts their daily uh, functioning. Um, uh, but also uh, people that, um, that have like an increased uh, level of sensitivity for feeling pain. Um, and that can also uh, be, be very annoying and uh, really uh, not comfortable. Um, but also there are many uh, non-physical uh, issues, you know, people that um, uh, find it very difficult to think back of past uh, trauma or of um, old emotions that uh, stem from their childhood, uh, people that really uh, go into self-blame and guilt, so they really struggle with feelings of guilt and um, uh, uh, well, and or self-blame for past events or, or circumstances um, and uh, that really uh, blocks them from, from uh, achieving the things that they want to achieve in their lives. Um, but also um, people that are experiencing more like intense emotions and that go into uh, deep sadness or anger or grief or overwhelm. 
uh, that's also uh, possible when um, the inner child uh, is wounded. Mm -hmm. um, but also like, you know, uh, self-worth, self-value, all these kind of things that if the, the inner child uh, hasn't had a healthy development, then uh, a lot of people suffer from like a low self-esteem, low value uh, issues. And uh, what also can be possible is that you can see that there's a pattern that is like looping through your life. So it's, it's recurring and it comes back all the time. And that can uh, manifest in relationships. It can, you know, manifest in, in work issues like uh, never being able to, to land a proper job or to stay in the job. Um, so, yeah, all kinds of issues uh, are possible because of the, the wounded inner child. Mm -hmm. And also what is a very important one, and I see that a lot, and this is a very, like a little bit sneakier one, it's the self-sabotage, you know, the, uh, that, that you, uh, your own behavior is uh, preventing you from growing and to, to having success and uh, uh, yeah, those, those real uh, self-sabotage mechanisms. And so what, what inspired you to specialize in inner child healing? Well, you know, it's it's actually the um, uh, the suffering from people, mm -hmm. and uh, because I see a lot of people that don't understand uh, why they can't uh, resolve certain issues or problems in their lives, and they really suffer from that, and uh, and and especially the the, the you know the, the overwhelm, the exhaustion, ex exhaustion, the anxiety. Um, and, and they often don't realize that the, 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 the core wounding is the root cause of their problem. And, uh, and when you work on the inner child and you can uh, heal the inner child step by step, you know, we all know that there's no magic uh, solution. It's not that I'm going to wave my magic wand and the inner child is healed. But, you know, if you can like reconnect with your inner child and you can uh, engage in a like a step uh, by step healing process, then great transformation uh, can happen and people really uh, see their, their life going in a different direction. So what role do you believe that the inner child, the healthy, empowered inner child plays in our overall emotional well-being and our personal growth? Well, you know, that's a very good question because usually we tend to uh, to focus on all the negative things, you know, that we started with, where, where do you suffer from, what is uh, bothering you. Um, but on the other side, when we, we look, at what a, uh, look at what a healthy inner child can bring us, that's, you know, a real uh, stable emotional uh, foundation because the inner child, it is like uh, formed in, in our first years of childhood. And, um, um, and in this period, a lot of things uh, could have gone wrong, you know, we could have had like absent parents or uh, um, either, either physically or emotionally, uh, all kind of trauma could have uh, happened. But if the, the inner child is, uh, is healthy, um, it's, re it's really uh, good for your self-esteem, for your self-value, uh, for your uh, self-identity. Um, and also for the beliefs that you have running, you know, we sometimes I say, you know, we're all like old uh, records. So you, you put it in a groove and it keeps uh, running around in the same groove. So all these like uh, old beliefs or limiting beliefs or sometimes uh, hidden beliefs, 
uh, with a uh, healthy inner child, you can let go of that, you can change them. And when you change your beliefs, your life starts to change uh, as well, but also uh, emotionally. So um, it, it's, it's good to be to have some kind of resilience emotionally and um, that you, you, you know, you, you have like uh, you, you can stand up when, so, when things around you are not going as planned and it doesn't uh, uh, make you feeling that you fall apart. So um, you, you, you can feel your emotions, but you're not, not um, uh, how do you say that, not uh, lived by your emotions. You know, it's you that's driving the car and not your emotions uh, that are driving uh, the car. But also like when, when people, um, want to change behavior patterns, like when they have like unhealthy eating patterns or like uh, unhealthy life patterns and you work on the inner child and inner child is more uh, healed and healthy. It's way more easy to change those patterns as well. And, um, uh, and, and, uh, and what I see a lot, um, connections and relationships really improve uh, when uh, the inner child, inner child gets healed. Awesome. And so self-compassion, of course, we all know about and talk about, but what what important or how important is self-compassion in inner child healing? And do you have any um, practices or exercises that you can suggest to us to cultivate um, our self-compassion during this time? Yeah, and, and this is a very important uh, topic as well, because, uh, you know, the, the thing that we find most difficult in our lives is really love ourselves. And you know, it, it sounds so like wobbly and uh, new age and esoteric, but uh, if you really are able to love yourself in however you are, you know, with all the, the wrinkles, the, 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 how do you say, the, the, uh, the, the little the freckles on your nose, you know, uh, uh, however your body looks like, what kind of figure you have, if you really can love your, yourself and your body, um uh, that's very healing but almost no one is possible to do that so uh, that's why compassion for self is a great start and if you can have compassion for yourself and also uh, for the, the the mistakes you have made you know that the opportunities you you didn't uh, follow up on um uh, that's a very good uh, start and and that that also starts with being mindful and you know, there's a whole movement around mindfulness, but mindful also means aware. So if you are aware of the things that are blocking you and you are aware what the consequences are, then it's a it's an opportunity to change it. And then it's not so difficult to change it. And um, and also being kind to yourself, you know, especially as women, how how often do we um, uh, really have time for ourselves instead that we take care of our families, you know, our parents, that we are caretakers, that we are busy with our work, our job, uh, you know, so uh, really kindness for yourself. And, and for me, yourself, sometimes I see it not only as one word, but really as two words, like yourself. And then the self is like the whole being. Um, and and, and uh, it's important to treat that whole being with kindness, with understanding, uh, to comfort in, and, and also um, uh, uh, that, um, you know, a negative self-talk. I mean, change it to supportive self-talk. 
So, so for example, I, I did it myself as well, just when I was preparing. Um, I had like uh, uh, this uh, cupboard, uh, this, this uh, no, I think it's, the name is a cupboard, where I, I uh, had the white cloth uh, from. And then I left the doors open because I was like, uh, you know, running around, uh, making sure that I was on time. And then I said, what am I hearing? And then one of my cats thought, oh, this is interesting. That door is never open. So he managed to to get into uh, on the shelf and he he managed and he's very uh, uh, clumsy Garfield lookalike uh, orange uh, male cat. He's lovely, but very clumsy. So everyone fell, everything fell out, you know. I had some old frames with photos of my children in it, uh, some other things, some napkins, you know, that kind of uh, cupboard. And everything was on the ground. And I was like, no, you know, I don't want this now. <laughs> and then uh, he, he was scared because I, I got scared by all the noise. And then he got scared. And then I thought, well, you know, I can be, uh, be angry at him, but, you know, it's an animal. So I, I went to him and said, well, you know, uh, uh, it's okay, it's just noise and it's okay because he was like, oh, what did I do, you know? And then I thought, well, you know, I, I shouldn't have left the doors open. And I thought, well, you know, it's okay. I'll just clean it up. It's okay. These things happen and move on, you know? And, and that's a very simple example, but I think everyone knows what I, uh, what I mean. So uh, don't be mad at yourself. Um, and don't be angry at yourself when things go wrong and be, be uh, you know, forgive yourself for the things that uh, the mistakes you uh, you make. Yeah, and absolutely. The, yeah. <laughs> Usually they end up being small little things anyways in hindsight, right? So yes, yes. Yeah, not a big deal. Um, and glad that he's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. Um, so I want to talk a little bit, I know we have lots of people with their hands raised, so we are going to get to your questions in just a sec. Well, what influence, uh, what is the influence of um, past trauma and karma on the inner child? I don't think we talk yeah. about that a lot. Yeah, because that's a very important uh, topic as well, because, um, you know, um, the inner child is formed in the in the early years of our childhood. But the energies of like our ancestors and uh, well, the energies of our ancestors can like carry through, but also our own karma. And, and you know, we have like past life uh, karma, we have ancestral karma, we have present life uh, karma, but the past life karma and the ancestral karma that really can um, uh, carry over. And, uh, and that can be very uh, confusing for people. And it can block people in like an, a way that they don't understand where it comes from. So, and this always plays out at the subconscious level. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, traumatic uh, experiences from past lives that can also create emotional wounds. And that uh, affects the development of the inner child. And uh, unresolved trauma can also lead to emotional triggers, to uh, behavior patterns and, and, and persisting beliefs and limiting beliefs. And um, so, uh, so it's very uh, important to look at that as well. And uh, trauma can also be inherited uh, through the generations. And then it impacts the uh, inner child's emotional landscape. And, um, you know, it manifests as, as uh, like patterns or emotional wounds and 
then you find out that they, the, the, the origin from that is, is past family experiences and, and past life experiences. And also the repetition of patterns. When I see a repetition of patterns, I always look at karmic influences uh, uh, and past life experiences because especially if, if someone did a lot of work around that already and didn't understand uh, why it's still happening, then I always look uh, at, uh, at karma. Awesome, thank you. So um, we'll we'll continue our conversation and we'll talk a little bit more. But let's uh, let's take a few questions. What do you think? Yes, wonderful. Let's do that. All right. So we're going to start off with um, there's a question that I received uh, by email from somebody who cannot attend live because uh, she's working, so she's going to watch the replay. And this is from Carrie. And um, she said, childhood trauma has caused memory loss. And energetically, I struggle to even connect to or sense my first two chakras. And her question is, what intention alone, oh, sorry, <clears throat> when intention alone doesn't work and I struggle with body disassociation, how can I heal the pathways to begin to communicate with my inner child so we can start to feel safe and heal? yeah well that's a good question uh so she's she's already having like part of the key in her uh, question because the first thing that is important to do is to make sure that um there's enough safety to um uh, to start connecting with the inner child uh, because uh especially for people uh where the inner inner child is severely wounded um they they first have to start safe to uh, be able to start the, the healing work. So sometimes it's necessary to first clear uh, uh, like uh, several layers of energy. Um, it's, it's important that uh, they feel safe themselves and uh, also that uh, the physical body feels safe to let go of the energy. And um, so it's always like a combination uh, of, of uh, multiple factors. Uh, that are in place and uh, but safety is very important yeah absolutely um i'm just so i i did put her question in the chat i was just going to double check and see if there's anything else uh to that um oh she says i i tell i tell my i tell my inner child we are safe but it's a, it's a blank childhood yeah so but you know you you do it with only uh, and that's always with everything that you want to manifest you have to feel it mm -hmm. but you can't feel it if you have like all kind of heart walls or protection mechanisms or you know there's so much wounding beneath and it, it can be more than only inner child wounding you know it can be not only the inner child but like later trauma as well or later experiences as well so it's it's always uh, about uh, really being able to feel because how can you connect to to someone or something when you don't feel it mm -hmm. um, and then it's then when you only think about it it's a mental exercise and it won't work yeah so, um, Carrie, I know you're going to watch this on the replay, but stay tuned for the meditation slash process. Um, but that, that will be helpful for you. Okay. All right. So we're going to go to Vet, <laughs> Evie. <laughs> you want to unmute yourself? Maybe, maybe we'll come back to Vet, Evie. All right, Manisha, you want to unmute yourself? 
thank you, Alara. Hello. Um, today I've been having problems with no sound on my laptop, so that's why I yeah, I see two images of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, Hello there, I too, too much. <laughs> no, I thought I'd try again, but there's no sound coming from my laptop. So um, anyway, um, thank you for this wonderful topic. And I resonated on many levels. Hello. Uh, oh. Growing up, my parents were never there. And uh, subsequently... Um, I've had quite a few issues, again, with self-worth, et cetera, trauma. But I've taken it out on myself um, with not having a spleen and not large intestine, et cetera. So I was wondering, um, I don't know if there's anything else you pick up, um, you know, lots of trauma, et cetera, betrayal. And again, it's from from... We, you know, where Lara was saying earlier, you know, how can I support my inner child yes. to, to feel more joyful? Thank you. Yes, you're so you're so welcome. And it's a great question, Manisha. You know, um, when your parents were not there and they were absent, you know, it leads to an unmet need of the child. Because uh, when you think back uh, to that period of your life and you use your imagination, you can imagine, I mean, we were this small as little babies, you know, so you were totally vulnerable and dependent of your parents. And you, you had to, to, you needed someone to, to really make sure that all of your needs were met, you know, you, you, you needed to be uh, given food, uh, to be nurtured, uh, to uh, you, everyone needs love, you know. So if those needs were not met, that's where the core wounding starts to develop. And, uh, and, and that's why you can uh, achieve amazing results with inner child healing, because if you go to those core wounds and if you have like the courage to go there, and usually people have a lot of fear because they don't want to re-experience the trauma mm. or to feel the pain. But then if you realize that when you are an adult and, you know, when a child uh, falls, and it, it starts crying, it's like, you know, the whole world is disappearing. But when you fall or you're, you, 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 you know, you, you bump your elbow into the door, you say, ah, and you, you move in, move on. So the fear is never, never real, because if you think back to the childhood fear, you know, for a child, it was enormous. But now mm. we are adults and we have, uh, we have gone through life with all our experiences. Um, it's always uh, better than, uh, than you suppose it is when you go back to, to uh, these wounds. And, and most people say, well, you know, actually, um, yeah, I don't see the fear at all anymore or I don't experience it anymore. It's only wonderful to reconnect to my inner child. And I'm so happy to, uh, to have uh, found uh, him or her again. So is that an answer to your question? Yes, yes, absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank you, Alara. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, and start with the compassion, you know, because, you know, mm -hmm. I, I had a lot of trauma in my childhood as well. And, you know, yeah. we have to realize that all of our parents did the best they could. And even yeah. if it wasn't ideal, you know, it was the best they had to offer. So if you start with compassion towards them and towards yourself, it's a wonderful step already. You know, absolutely. That's a, w a very important point that you raised. Thank you very much. You're Thank welcome. You.
Awesome. Thank you, Manisha. All right. We're going to go back to Vet or Evie. I can't call you Vet. I don't know. I just, you know, doesn't work. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Yes, finally <laughs> got to raise. Thank you, Laura. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So my question is, um, what what do you sense is, oh my God. What what do you sense is my core wounding? And do you know at what age? And what can I do to um to mitigate uh some of the uh, issues that are going on? Yeah, when I when I uh, tune in at someone, I always look at their emotional body. And the emotional body is the second energy body we have. We have seven energy bodies and the emotional body is the second one. And uh, the emotional energy body is also related to the second chakra, the sacral chakra that's located around uh, the navel. And uh, mm -hmm. all about like um, our feelings, our emotions, uh, the relationships uh, between like in our family uh, systems, but also in our communities. And when I tune into your um, uh, emotional energy body, it is like more, it's more wider on the top and it's more narrow um, uh, on the bottom side. So um, uh, that tells me that in the early years, and that's, that, that's really uh, like the, the, the first month uh, until like a year, like two, three years old, uh, that there uh, the core wounding started. And it has to do with like safety, stability, with, you know, feeling at home, having a home base, uh, those kind of feelings that uh, those were not met, that are the unmet needs. Yes, I, I can relate to that. <laughs> I can't re I relate to so early, though, uh, uh, first to months to first year, three years. Um, I don't have memory of those, but I, so what do you think I could do to work on at this point to alleviate some of the uh, trauma? Yeah, so, so a lot of this, especially when you were so young, a lot of this is located in the subconscious. So a clearing of the subconscious of these kind of uh, imprints would be very beneficial, but also working on the, the first and the second chakra to heal the chakras and uh, the imprints on the chakras. Uh, because if your, you know, your chakras are your energy systems and if your chakras are healthy, it has a, uh, a positive influence on, on you as well. Um, and, you know, it's also good to uh, clear all the limiting beliefs around uh, that. Okay. Yes, I got it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Alara, for taking awesome. my question, for staying on for me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Awesome. Um, all right, we're going to go to Linda. Linda, you want to unmute yourself? Yes. Um, my um, energy kind of stopped at the age of five, and I don't know exactly what had happened, but it was like, I don't know. I, I always feel like I can't speak what I want to say. Okay, Linda, so that has to do with like a, a block around self-expression. And um, um, uh, it's interesting that you mentioned the age of five, because um, uh, when I tuned into your energy, um, the fifth level came up to me. And uh, the fifth level is also related to the throat chakra or fifth chakra. And that yep. is all about communication and self-expression. Uh, um, so for you, it would be very uh, good to find out 
what made uh, uh, what was it that blocked uh, your self-expression and was it something that uh, came from your childhood or was it something that was carried over from your parents or even your grandparents and um, so that would kind of be the questions that I would ask you well you know what happened in your childhood and otherwise I uh, would use one of my modalities to find out if there's like a past life experience or if uh, there's energy that um, was carried uh, over from your parents. Okay, that sounds good. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Linda. Um, Maria, I found your question in the chat. So uh, Maria says she's new here. Uh, she says, I have had health issues mentally since a child and now physically need and want to let these go. Any help is appreciated. Okay, so um, so she said mental issues as a child. Did I hear that correct? Yeah, yeah. health issues mentally, yeah, since a child. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, all the mental things are... Um, you know, um, it can be like related to a disease if someone really has like a, a mental illness. Um, but it also can be like uh, being so much in our mind and being disconnected from the heart uh, that there's like too much going on uh, in the head. And uh, when I tune into um, her mental energy body, that's the third energy body, uh, there's a lot going on over there. So it's kind of very hectic when I look at the flows of the energy. It's like all over the place, and it's it's going at a very it's it's flowing at a very high uh, speed. Um, so she would benefit from like uh, clearing the energy that is really uh, blocking the mental energy body. She would benefit from uh, like things like uh, mindfulness, yoga, uh, but can also be like uh, be outside in nature to. Uh, really get out of the head and to be more connected to the heart but usually uh, when there is this kind of a disconnect it means there are heart walls um, before the heart uh, because uh, the person is protecting uh, their heart uh, from past uh, trauma or uh, old wounds and then uh, you have to clear uh, the heart wall or even sometimes it's a heart wall and a hidden heart wall you have to clear that first by releasing the, the, the emotions that are trapped and that are causing the protection mechanism. Okay, cool. So in the meantime, Maria, stay tuned for the process that we're gonna do a little bit later and that will start to help, okay? Um, and let me just see, yeah. Silvana has a question in the chat. Uh, so she says, I know now that my parents love me very much, but growing up, I thought that I was not loved or understood for who I was. I thought that I was always being criticized, although I know now that wasn't their intention. Does that lead to a wounded inner child? Yes, because, you know, the child goes through several stages of development. So with every age period, there is like um, something that the child wants. So the child wants to express itself. So if the child gets uh, older, it wants to like, um, uh, you know, explore their boundaries. Um, uh, if the child gets a little bit uh, older, then it wants to be uh, acknowledged and recognized by the parents for uh, who they are and, and like as a full being. 
So if the parents are very strict or have certain rules or like the, the, um, the norms, is that an English word? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. So if, if that is very strict, then it also has an influence on the child because the child cannot uh, fully express itself. And that also leads to, to wounding and all kind of defense uh, patterns. So uh, when you have like very strict patterns, it can also um, uh, cause uh, a defense pattern that is called a rigid pattern and that uh, you seek control and that you want everything, uh, you know, neatly organized or you, you want control over certain things. And, and there are like five or six defense patterns um, all connected to the, the several, uh, the various stages of development of the child. So it's a very good question and, and the answer is yes, yes. Awesome, thank you. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna go to Sunita in the, if you wanna unmute yourself, <laughs> not in the chat, but in the video. Can you unmute yourself, Sunita? Hello, Maaike. <laughs> Hi, Sunita. Sunita is Dutch, so I can say good afternoon. I feel more in balance. Uh, uh, the family problem uh, didn't hurt me anymore, but I have a lot of eye problems still. And um, uh, the future is for me... Uh, uh, not stable. So, uh, can I speak Dutch? <laughs> yes, you can. I will translate. Sure, go ahead. <laughs> ja. Ik solliciteer heel veel, maar ik krijg weinig banen, zeg maar. Ik word allemaal afgewezen. Dus daar zit het er bij mij meer in, zeg maar, de toekomst. En okay, ik so, merk so, als uh, ik editeer. Sunita, I'll just translate quickly for the other show. It's about uh, <laughs> you would love to have a new job, but uh, that uh, you don't succeed in that and that you get the re rejections all the time. Yes. Yes. And when I meditate, uh, do meditation, I feel that I'm not going to my heart, but I'll, I jump to my head. Uh, so maybe there are still problems with my inner child. Uh, yeah. But can you feel yeah. what I can work on? Yeah, sure. Um, so I know a little bit about your story. So what, yeah. um, um, you know, there is a difference on working on uh, everything that's going on in your life as an adult or really working with the inner child. Because um, the inner child went through several development stages. And um, so if things happened early in your life and, you know, you didn't feel uh, very safe, you didn't feel nurtured enough, um, you, literally your mother wasn't in, in, in all aspects feeding you enough, so you, you didn't have enough nourishment or nurturing, that also could uh, lead to your energy leaving you. So um, to protect yourself, your energy left you. Um, and uh, your energy was always very high and that um, uh, uh, makes it very at that time and, and maybe also later in your life until you started working on that makes it difficult to ground it makes it difficult to like you know uh, feel at home or like have a stable foundation and um, if you're talking about uh, a job um, what also could uh, be the case is like 
you know, we all, we all have like two sides in ourselves. We have the feminine side and the masculine side and also the feminine qualities and the masculine qualities. So if in, in the earlier, earlier stages, there was like um, a disconnect in connecting to the divine masculine and the divine feminine, that can end up with problems with a job because the masculine energy, it's about like, you know, uh, being proactive, taking action, providing for, well, in the, you know, in the, in the old ages, providing for your wife and, and children, for your family, for your community. So in the providing energy is also the energy of a career, of a job. Um, so that would be a good uh, direction to look at um, what is your uh, distortion uh, from the masculine energies and how does that relate to your uh, early childhood? Okay. And so you have to look at your father's side and to see if it is either uh, was your father that was absent or if in the male family line that energy uh, came through and uh, led to, uh, to that distortion. Does it make sense to you? Yeah, my father was not there. He did uh, suicidal, you know that. Yeah, so. but you know, dear, this is what I, I thank you for sharing this. So, you know, for children, this is heartbreaking, you know, uh, having an absent parent and especially your father. So also not having a role model um, is, uh, you know, it's very damaging for, for, for children in the physical form, but also for the inner child. So what you could do, and this is very practical, and I know you can meditate and you're very spiritual. So if you can connect your energies to the divine masculine energies, and you know, Alara, we can do this for everyone because it's also something that's uh, going on collectively on the planet. Um, so uh, for everyone, if you want to join me, what I do with Sunita, so just feel yourself grounded. So you feel your feet on the floor. And really that you connect to the earth, to the floor. And then first we're going to connect to our heart center. So go inwards with your attention to connect with your beautiful heart. And then when we are connected to our hearts, we're going to connect to the divine masculine energies. And the divine masculine energies are all about like support, respect, holding each other sacred, providing for the people you love, for your loved ones. But also what I just said, the beautiful masculine qualities we all can use, like taking action, pursuing your goals, being proactive. You know, the, the, the slogan, just go for it, go grab it, go get it. Everything that's wonderful about the masculine energies, bring that in. And when you bring it in your heart first, you can expand it from the heart to the backside of your body. And the backside of the body is always the, the part of the body and also of the energy body where we, where we feel the lack of support. So for you, Sunita, but for everyone who felt the lack of masculine support, fill it up with the divine masculine energy. 
And the way I see it is literally the universe having your back. So I see like two large hands behind my back. The universe literally having your back. And then fill up the whole area of the backside of your auric field. And if you like visualizations, you can like uh, um, use a paint roller to paint it all gold, or you can fill it up with another color. But really experience the support energies. And what we can also do is bring in the ancestral support. So all of the ancestors that are here to support us, add that energy to it. And then once you, you feel that it's nice and comfortable and feeling supported from your backside, expand that energy through the rest of your auric field. So fill up your whole aura with this supportive energy. And just let the energy flow for a bit. And to make sure that everything is balanced, we're also going to connect to the divine feminine energies. And as there are a lot of women on the call, that's very easy for us. So also fill up your aura with the divine feminine energies. And fill it up until you feel that your energy feels nice and balanced and grounded and stable. You can shift the energy from left to right and from right to left and from the top to the bottom, the bottom to the top. Just make for yourself a beautiful bubble around yourself. And then realize that you can always call in these energies. The divine feminine, the divine masculine, all the energies are always here for you. And then slowly come back. And feel the difference. How does that feel, Sunita? Good, very good. Yes, yeah. so do that for yourself daily, okay? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, that will really help you. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you, Sunita. That was great for all of us as well. All right, we're going to go to Catherine. Hello. Hi, Catherine. Nice to see you here. Hi, Micah. Yeah. Uh, you know, you just kind of answered some of my question with Sunita. We had worked together and that masculine feminine balance um, was really what I needed. What I wondered about was um, so there, I think you mentioned there can be more than one inner child at certain levels. Is that correct? Yeah, you know, the inner child goes through several stages. So yeah. the woundings can be uh, on uh, several levels as well and lead to uh, different defense uh, mechanisms. Okay. So if we have more than one inner child, is that correct? How do we know? Um, well, 
first? You can't, is that correct? Well, Yeah. it's, it's not that you have more than one inner child, but it's like the inner child that goes through uh, several phases and also has uh, like uh, different woundings. So it's more that, you know, the inner child, it's you. Um, but what we, what we are talking about is like all the aspects of you. And some of the aspects of you were like pushed away or shut down or uh, uh, didn't felt that their needs were met. And that's what, what we're talking about when we talk about the inner child. Okay, so I guess I'm wondering, is, is that inner child still that little two-year-old or have I grown her up to a certain level? I've done a lot of healing work, but not some inner child, but not specifically inner child. And that's what we have to work on to, to grow that child up. Is that Yeah. correct? Yeah. So what I do when I work with my inner child, I connect with my inner child. I make sure it feels safe that I can, you know, really um, uh, exchange energy with her, that I can really feel it. And then um, I ask myself, at what age did you got stuck? So, for example, it starts with age three and I start working on that level. Once you've cleared that, you see that part of the inner child coming uh, alive. Yeah, it comes alive again. So then the next time you ask, okay, what is the age that you got blocked or stuck or frozen? You know, sometimes you see images. People see sometimes images of an inner child that's completely frozen or it's hidden or disappeared. And then you start working on that. And, and, and you can do that yourself when you know what happened. So if you can relate it to specific experiences in your life, you can do it yourself and uh, you need the support of someone else if, if the work has to be done in your subconscious and you're not aware of what actually is causing it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So can you kind of, do you have an idea where I'm at at this point? Yeah, I can ask with the pendulum. Okay. Thank you. So when I ask for the, 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 the age that comes up with the, the most important blockage right now, it's age six. Oh, well, I went from two to six. Yay. <laughs> Well done. yeah, there, I've grown up a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so I have to work on six and, um, So I have to come, how do I do that? So do I have to come up with a certain incident maybe that happened at age six? Now, if you know that that is the case, that's, that is great because then you mostly can do it yourself. I mean, you're very intuitive as well and you're very experienced with this, this kind of work. So if you know that there was a certain event that, uh, that triggered it and that, that caused it, then it's wonderful because then you can work with like the compassion, with the self-love, with the forgiveness, with, you know, you can clear the trapped emotions, uh, then you can do the work. Yeah, there could be a million things that Yeah, happen. So, yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah. But for or you example, could always work with somebody like <laughs> Micah. right. And yeah, Yeah, and she I knows am. that. She knows that because Yeah, we work, I've been we working. work together. Yeah. So thank you, Laura. Yes, for, for uniting Micah and I. So thank <laughs> You're you. welcome. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> thank you. All right. Well, thank you for that, Micah. We'll yeah, so, we'll so talking. You feel into it, Catherine. I mean, feel into it and okay. uh, see what comes up for you and, and what you can clear yourself and, and what are the parts that you need help with. Thank you. You're welcome. welcome. Thank you. Um, there was a question in the chat from Anne. I'm going to see if I can find it. One second, Anne. One second, Anne. And then um, there, there it is. Anne says, I don't I don't remember much of my childhood, but I always felt withdrawn and mostly unhappy. I wonder how much of my chronic fatigue started then. If there's something to be cleared, I would be grateful. Yeah, so and you can unmute yourself if you would like to. And I, I love that Alara picked you because it's so early for you and you uh, took the effort okay. to be cool. <laughs> In my so, pajamas. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's totally fine. I would, I would that I would have my pajamas on. It's much more comfortable. And uh, but I, I thought, well, you know, let's dress uh, for the occasion. Uh, so yes, you're totally right. You know uh, what you are saying is, uh, um, uh, yes, it makes sense. So yeah. what you experienced uh, in your life. Um, that can uh, lead to the, the, the chronic illness and the fatigue and uh, yes. Yeah, so was, like I wasn't yeah. really present in my childhood. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, so imagine, and that's where the compassion comes in. Imagine how that was for you. You know, you were so small and so little, so that must have been awful. And, and acknowledge that and feel that, that you know, the feelings of, of, of the loss of affection or the, the absence of love and affection. Feel it in your heart and, uh, and have compassion for that and, uh, you know, and have compassion for your parents. I mean, you know, they did the best they could, but it wasn't a very good job. But, well, what can we do about it? We can just, you know, accept it and have compassion for it. And then work with self-love. So what you always can do, you can always rewind. So if you go back to that age and you, you really are able to connect uh, from your heart with self-love and you give that self-love to yourself at that age, you can reverse things. Yeah, yeah. I could re relate so much to a lot of what other people said and particularly about that mental, active mental body yeah. And, and being able to really feel. Um, and yeah, I think that's a safety mechanism to go into my yeah. head. Yeah. yeah. And that makes sense because the emotional body feels, feels so fragile because mm. of what happened uh, back then that, um, you know, it doesn't want to, to connect because it says, you know, I'll just stay in the background because I don't want to be hurt again. I don't want to be left alone again. I don't want to feel lonely or like, you know, maybe maybe um, you were uh, that uh, small that you felt that that you were not uh, that you were not receiving uh, enough food to live. You know, it can be all kind of things that are running uh, in the programs. Okay. Yeah. Self-love, it always comes back to self-love, doesn't it? Yeah, so. you know, but, but you know, it's so difficult. And I mean, I think self-love and really uh, work with self-love is, is, is um, the most important lesson we all have to learn here. And it goes uh, in little uh, bits and pieces. So don't expect to go from zero to 100. Uh, yes. But, you know, go to uh, uh, 0.5 first. 
and yeah. uh, and and see uh, uh, what you can do with the compassion. Your compassion is sometimes more easy than the self love. So if you right. can feel compassion for your parents, and and you can also feel the anger, you know, because all the the, the inner children are angry with their parents because their parents didn't do uh, the best job they could. Well, the, the most perfect job. So you can also let go of the anger and feel the anger and express the anger, but then also feel the compassion for your parents and for yourself. Does that help? Yes, yes, it does. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. Awesome. Thank you, Anne. Yes. All right. Um, I'll go ahead and meet you, Anne. No worries. Okay, so we still have some people with their hands raised and we still have a few questions in the chat, but looking at time, I want to take a moment first and just quickly talk about the um the packages or package one package <laughs> i'm just going to share my screen yeah. um well you know the energy works for everyone so yes. um so that's you know that's i know that's how you work and that's how i work so everyone receives the energies at the moment so don't yeah, worry absolutely absolutely that is so true um and we're still going to do the the process too in a few minutes um, so Micah's package is a private 30-minute inner child reconnection session, a light language activation MP3 to heal the inner child, the silent version of the MP3, a 15-minute remote pre-session energy clearing, and a 48-hour bonus inner child healing masterclass. So that's quite a bit there. So you want to just uh, talk a little bit about the package and what the session will look like for everyone? Yeah, so you know, the, the session will be different for everyone because everyone's inner child has different woundings and is at a different level. And as I explained earlier, sometimes it's necessary to clear um, several uh, energy layers first to really be able to connect with the inner child and to provide the safety uh, to connect to the inner child. Um, and I always work what comes uh, through for the client and what is most important for uh, for the client. And um, um, so I will uh, see what is the what the best way will be to connect with the inner child, to see where the wounding comes from, to see how we can heal that, um, but also to provide uh, the client with next steps that they can do their, themselves. You know, because it's an ongoing process. It's not like you do one uh, 30 minute session and it's uh, it's completely healed but at least i want to give people um, the feeling of safety back you know and the feeling of control in their lives mm -hmm. and um, um, uh, i think it was even silvana that said it today um, uh, you know um, uh, uh, that she felt finally able to to live her life on purpose um, and you know how beautiful is it when you feel that and and um, i mean how much work uh, uh, did she have to do to come to this point to really you know uh, uh, feel free and able to live your life on purpose and to be connected with that and yeah, um, yeah. absolutely so again there's there the details of the package and the session etc are all here Again, it's a private 30-minute light language activation MP3, silent version, 15-minute remote pre-session, plus a 48-hour bonus. 
So please do take a look at uh, and, the... And Lara, with the uh, light language, people sometimes ask what they uh, should do with the light mm -hmm. language and uh, people can do a lot of things mm -hmm. with it. So you can meditate with it, uh, you can just listen to it. Um, and one of my clients uh, said to me earlier this week, I was so happy with the MP3 because it really opened up my heart and it, I felt really connected. Um, uh, and I provided the silent version that people can use it on their mobile devices like an iPad or an iPhone or a, uh, whatever phone. Um, so you can um, play the MP3 without the sound and you can just put it in your purse and it uh, plays on loop, on silent, and then uh, you will benefit from the healing already. And it's a wonderful preparation for the session. Awesome. Thank you. Um... And so just really quickly, there is a payment plan available for those of you who are wanting to purchase the package and work with Micah. And as well, if you're an Inner Circle member, please do use your gift code. Um, <clears throat> see if there's anything else. I was just going to, one second, I was going to put the link, oops, put the link in the chat because sometimes people like to have the link as well. So I'm just going to put the link in the chat. Yeah, what I will do, Alara, I, I uh, once uh, channeled a beautiful prayer of love. Mm -hmm. and I'll add that to the material that people can work with that to connect more to the self-love. Okay, cool. Awesome. Thank you. That sounds good. Um, all right. So do you want to do the the process now? It's a, a spiritual yeah, reparenting process, right? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Yeah, that will be great. Uh... And that will that will help everyone as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I'll just clear the group energies a little bit. So again, make sure that you feel grounded. You can close your eyes if you feel comfortable enough to do that. You can shut off your camera if that's more comfortable for you. And find a comfortable and quiet space, especially in yourself. So go inwards with your attention and sit or you can even lie down in a, in a relaxed position. And then take a few deep breaths, few deep breaths to center yourself. So let's all take a few moments to focus on our breathing, on our breath. Let's inhale deeply to our nose, feeling the air, feeling your lungs. And then exhale slowly through your mouth, releasing any tension or stress. And then repeat that. And when you repeat that a couple of times, you can feel your body to relax. So with each breath, each, each breath you take in, you breathe out, your body relaxes more. And more. And more. And then visualize yourself in a 
beautiful, serene and safe place. It could be a safe place in your home, maybe in your garden or in nature. But a place where you feel completely at ease. Take in the details. Take in the colors, the sounds, the sensations. And when you feel comfortable in this beautiful and safe place, invite your inner child to be with you. To be with you in this beautiful space, this peaceful environment, where it can feel completely safe and protected. So maybe you can imagine a younger version of yourself, perhaps around the age where you experience the emotional pain or the challenges you went through. And then invite your inner child, your younger self, to be in this safe space together with you. And everyone has different images or experiences. So you can either see the inner child approaching, or maybe you feel the presence, or you sense it, or you hear it. It's all perfectly fine. And then be mindful of how your inner child, how the inner child behaves. Is it like a little hesitant to approach you? Is it standing still? Does it look scared? And then see if you can like offer your inner child a warm welcome. So you can use your own energy, your heart, well, the love from your heart, self-love, love you have for your inner child, because the inner child is you at a younger age. And send it that love. Welcome it in. It's like a welcoming embrace. You really embrace your inner child. You feel the love, you feel the compassion. You feel it flowing between you. And if the inner child still seems to be a little bit scared or anxious, offer it words of reassurance and support. And what is very important, let it know that you are here to listen to it, to comfort it and to provide a nurturing that they might always have missed. The nurturing, the nourishing, the love, the acknowledgement, the respect, all the needs that were not met. And tell it again that you are here to listen, to hear what it has to say, to see it for what it is. 
and open your heart a little bit further and send unconditional love to your inner child. Fill it up with unconditional love, surround it with the beautiful unconditional love. And give self-love to yourself. And just set the intention that these frequencies, the beautiful frequencies of love, all the aspects of love, will fill up your inner child and your own self. And then we're going to bring your parents in the picture as well. And we're going to release the beliefs, perceptions and judgments that our parents didn't hold us, didn't hug us, didn't love us. We're going to release our beliefs, perceptions and judgments that our parents didn't praise us, didn't love us, didn't tell us how wonderful we were. And we're going to release the belief, perception and judgment that our parents didn't confirm us every day that we were in their lives or they were in our lives. And we're going to release the belief, perception and judgment that our parents were not with us anytime we needed them. Anytime we needed them to hold us, to hug us, to love us, to praise us, to care for us, and to confirm us. And then we're going to send compassion and understanding to the hearts of our parents. We're also sending unconditional love from our hearts to the hearts of our parents. And then we're asking our parents to like leave the picture. And we're going back to our inner child. And we're going to like Praise what our inner child did for us. We are going to praise how the inner child helped us survive. Praising their strength and resilience. Offering affirmations of love and safety and worthiness. So ju just let's tell our inner child that this love just as it is. That it is safe and protected. That it deserves happiness and joy. Especially joy. Joy is so important for us. So let's connect to the frequency of joy. And fill up your own heart with pure joy. And then from your own heart, send it to your inner child as well. And fill it up with pure joy. And then know that you can always come back to this connection. You can always engage in communication with your inner child. Let it know that you're always there for them. 
Embrace it one more time. Feel the warmth, feel the connection. And tell it that you can always come back. That you will always come back when your inner child needs you. And then again, feel the joy. We're going to fill up our whole auric fields with the frequency of joy. To bring in the healing energies. Filling up all of the energy bodies. Filling up all of the seven chakras in the Hara line, our central energy channel. And then grounding it in. So slowly bring your awareness back to the present moment. I'm grounding everyone's energies. Maybe move your fingers or your toes. Maybe take a deep breath. And then when you feel ready, slowly open your eyes. And let us know how you feel. Wow, that was intense. I don't know what happened, but I was like right out. If I could have lain down, I think I would have been completely out. But I was like, great. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, it's exactly 2022 right here, right now. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Wow. Peaceful, Sylvana says. Awesome. That was amazing, Linda says. Uh, Catherine says, I was so deep, I almost fell asleep too. Right? Uh, Anne says, I was lovely. I cried, which I needed. So quite, quite powerful. Oh my goodness. I was like, that was, so I, I don't even know, remember consciously what all was said or... <laughs> well, you know what is, what is important? Because I feel a lot of people were very deep away. Mm -hmm. So I feel the joy. Yeah. Make sure you remember the joy. And that's also why I named the package the joyful inner child. It's so important to feel the joy in our hearts. So that's if that's the only takeaway of tonight that you can reconnect to your inner joy, then I'm very happy. Absolutely, I agree. And Karen's has brought me to tears in a good way. Exactly. Thanks. Powerful, warm. I wanna I wanna I think I said uh, I cried. So you know, quite a few people cried or had tears. Um, something, Simone says, something's pulling on my crown and around, feel it in the third eye too. Good. Just allow it to, uh, open up more. Great. Manisha says, thank you, Micah. Very powerful. Thank you. I felt emotional tears rolling down when my parents were in front of me. They have passed. I need, I needed this. Oh, nice. Yes. Wonderful. So I, I, I want to say I felt that finally I could connect with my inner child and send all my love. Oh, I'm so happy for you, Joanna. Yes. Nice. Beautiful. So a lot of um, transformation in that little process. So of course, if you'd like to, you know, have more transformation, of course, you can work with Micah in her package and um, go even deeper or, or heal more of the wounds uh, that are there so that you can experience more of that joy. Yeah. Good. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so definitely uh, drink some water, everyone. 
that's that's what I did first before I opened yeah, my and eyes. Especially Alara, if people are listening in their cars, uh, maybe first uh, go out of your car and really connect to your uh, environment and make sure that you're totally grounded before uh, continuing driving. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Sunita says my legs feel good open open circulation after years maybe grounded so yes we're just talking about being grounded right so that's awesome uh that's a lovely and a peaceful reconnection yeah good and so they of course you can do this process again go back and listen to the call watch the show again get get all the wisdom etc and all the healing and um and then do this process again to receive even more right so yes for sure and for those, uh, just really quickly, for those of you who did not get a chance to have your question asked or read, if you want to go and uh, ask it in the Facebook group, maybe not today, but maybe tomorrow, Micah can go in and answer those questions because it's late for Micah where she is, right? So Yeah, so don't expect an answer today, but, you know, tomorrow, right? So if you can, if you want to do yeah. that, you can, you can type your question in the Facebook group, okay? Yeah. Uh, Randy said, lasted so long. Oh, good. Awesome. Uh, Anne says, very grateful. I will be listening again. Please do. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's late for Simone as well. Yes, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I know that we do have a hard stop today, uh, Micah, because uh, I have a, a, an appointment. So any last words of wisdom for us? Today? Um, well, you know, don't be afraid to connect to your inner child because it's the most wonderful thing you can do for yourself and it uh, can really bring through a huge transformation. So um, uh, get rid of the fear and um, access your inner power center and know how powerful you are and that you can do it. Um, I was gonna ask you before and I forgot because just, you know, it happens. Can you just share a, a simple, short case study or, or an example of a successful inner child healing journey that you've guided someone through? Yes, um, uh, I connected with a client and he said, well, you know, I really need more love. Uh, I feel so alone. And it, this was a man and I, I, I really like working with men because usually uh, most of the clients are women. So he said, well, you know, I feel a little bit embarrassed to tell you, but um, I really want uh, more love and I want to love myself more. And then uh, we did uh, a very extensive uh, inner child uh, healing and took, well, it took several sessions. But then he said, well, you know, I feel so more grounded. I feel so more connected to my family. Um, I have my sense of purpose back. I know the direction I have to take. I know what to let go of because he had to make some very difficult uh, decisions. Um, so he got his clarity back and his sense of direction and um, and his connection to himself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the, the most Im- most beautiful thing we can give ourselves to be reconnected to ourselves again. Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. Thank you. So if you would like to also experience something like that or something similar, then of course, please do work with Micah in her package. Um, Yeah, and so how far ahead are you booked, Micah? Well, it's a little bit of a difficult time. It's different than uh, than, uh, the other periods of the year because it's it's almost Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, I have some open spaces um, uh, next week, but not, uh, not many. 
but in January it's it's not a real problem. Uh, so yeah, yeah, good, awesome, thank you. So if you'd like to work with Micah next week, absolutely, or it'll be in January after the holidays, right? So that's totally yes. totally understandable. It's a busy time, but there are definitely spaces for you to work with Micah. Good, yeah, and then. And I, I even feel that a lot of my clients, uh, you know, they are so stressed out and distraught. So uh, maybe it's better to first have the holidays, let the holidays pass and then uh, start working on your inner child. I don't know, but that's the feeling I get. Uh, start a new year with working on your inner child. But also, you know, a lot of people will be triggered. Their inner child may be triggered because we're going into the holidays. So maybe you know, doing a little bit of work on the inner child before you go into the holidays also might be helpful too. Yeah, could also be helpful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for all your questions. And thank you, Micah. Uh, again, brilliant as always, you know, such a powerful, powerful thank call, you. powerful session. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. And I loved seeing you all and especially uh, you, Alera. So it was lovely to be here. Thank you. Thank you. And yes, of course, we will we will be back next week for another show. So stay tuned. And again, thank you so much, everyone. Until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Um, sending you all so much love and blessings. And I will send out the recording shortly. Okay. Thank you so much, everyone.